Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Uh, I'm here to uh, inform uh, the public uh, what is the good, the bad, and the ugly of uh, real estate, and uh, and and answer any questions that uh, people may have. And I'm here with uh, Rick Rick Sanfran. Uh, from CHML 900. Mm-hmm. It, you know what? This I've been looking forward to uh, co-hosting this show with you for quite a while now. When I heard this was coming up, and I thought uh, real estate is hot in Hamilton. There's going to be a lot of people tuned in to this hour to know what is the latest, greatest in, in real estate in this community. So maybe before we begin with you know some of the good, bad, and the ugly, and what's going on in this community, let's get maybe some of your background. And and uh, I mean, if you haven't heard of Rob Golf, you're probably living under a rock for for a long, long time because your name is pretty much everywhere around this city. But give us some some tidbits of information on your background. Well, uh, I came from, uh, basically, uh, I've got a a college uh, education. Um, I did have my own different businesses uh, in my 20s. And uh, during my 20s, uh, it was the early 90s recession. Mm -hmm. And uh, and there were tough tough times. times. There were tough times. And uh, people that are... uh, are probably in their 40s and 50s right now would understand what I'm talking about. Mm. And uh, I found that uh, uh, I wanted to get into something that uh, uh, I love dealing with people. Um, uh, I, 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 I love I, This business is great. I love what I do. And people see that when I'm talking to them. Yeah. But um, w- the one thing is, is helping people. Like when I got into this business, uh, I, I really tru- truly care about getting them the most amount of money yeah. or the most or paid a little amount of money in selling or buying real estate right and uh, and, and it's kind of like a uh, a game to me uh, the satisfaction of winning the deal mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's important to me and it, and you have to do this without getting emotions involved because yeah. and you that's do get tough, emotional. Right? you do get yeah. emotional yeah. like you know when you're negotiating against the you know another realtor and uh and uh, you know he's telling you this and you're saying this um it uh it, it's tough cuz you cuz you care about your client mm-hmm. and you're want to negotiate a good deal for them and sometimes it does get emotional so you learn as i got more experienced in negotiating yeah. um you learn to put your emotions on the side and and really focus and then you become even stronger yeah. uh negotiator for your client yeah um, and, and having that emotion uh, is okay because I mean you're 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 showing uh, a level of care for that buyer or seller, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You want to make sure that uh, everything is taken care of and uh, there's nothing missed and uh, there's not going to be any uh, problems on closing date. There's mm-hmm. no lawsuits. Uh, everything was d- uh, check in check uh, for them on closing yeah. date. Yeah. Now you mentioned uh, you know liking people and getting along with people, uh, but but why real estate? I mean, there's other jobs out there that you could have done that you could have been you know involved in people. What drove you to be uh, in in the real estate field? Well, the, uh, the to, to be honest, uh, uh, during uh, my career uh, as an entrepreneur in business, um, I would uh, sell a service or sell a. a products uh, and I wouldn't get paid for it 
<laughs> so, oh, there's a problem. So, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. So I wanted to get into something that I know that uh, if I do a good job, I'm yeah. going to get paid for sure, it. Sure, sure. So um, in real estate, um, it, you know what you do today, uh, it, the benefits uh, you're rewarded nine, sixty to ninety days from now. So, mm-hmm. so if I so if I help somebody uh, find a house and 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 they're happy with it. Uh, my, my reward is that they're happy, and and I I was successful in in getting that person that house. Right. And then uh, on closing day, I would get paid for it. Um, and when you're in business and you have accounts receivables and inventory, and uh, and and you got people don't want to pay the bills because they can't afford it. Um, it, it it it's tough on the family right. life. Yeah. And uh, so so real estate was the uh, was the answer for me, mm-hmm. and uh, and it and it turned out to be a great uh, career for me. Yeah. Do you remember the feeling you got when that first uh, sale went through? That first check came to you, and and you said, "Yeah, this is it. This is where I'm supposed to be." Yeah. It was uh, it was pretty exciting, and uh, and I knew this was. The career for me, because mm-hmm. uh, I love doing it. It, uh, it, uh, I, I, I could, I talk about it all the time. Uh, people ask me about, you know, different things about real estate. Um, there's, uh, it, it's, it's a fantastic, uh, fantastic opportunity for me, and and I took advantage of it, and uh, and I, I've been loving the ride. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the best thing about it? Is it, is it finding that perfect home for that? family that you know you, you get emotional with because you know they got a situation that just kind of pulls at the heartstrings that and the negotiations yeah i love negotiating the, the deal for them uh i i'm you know it's it, there's bluffing in there mm-hmm. i i'm i'm sure got, like a poker game it is like yeah. a poker game uh and i i noticed the more experienced i get the the better and better uh i am at negotiating right and because you you've Heard and uh, seen every tactic that other agents try to pull on you, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I stand up to them, and and, and uh, that's what's great. Uh, my clients benefit from my experience. Yeah, how long have you been doing it now? Uh, it's about eighteen years now, wow. and. Uh, uh, don't want to be bragging, but we are number one in the city, yeah. in the Hamilton, uh, Hamilton, and <laughs> uh, surrounding areas, and uh, I take uh, pride in that. And uh, and we've been uh, number one for many, many years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being number one is something to hang your hat on. So, how has the real estate in uh, industry changed from when you first started to now? Oh, it, it is. It's very fast paced now. Uh, when I first started. Um, we were just probably ending the old era of uh, real estate. Um, now it's the social media has just changed it to a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, we're finding that um, right now the millennials, and I'll explain. Millennials are um, the age group of twenty-five to thirty-five year olds, and they're the biggest buying uh, generation right now. Okay. And they don't look at uh, newspapers. They don't even open up their mailbox. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. They get everything done from email, and they look up all their news and yeah. information online. And uh, so the transition uh, at the age I am, so I'm just above that age level. Mm-hmm. So I had to really learn the social media aspect right. of how the millennials look at buying homes. Yeah, you had to learn their language. So I to had speak. to learn their language. Yeah. And so I had to hire people to help me with that. And and also there's the baby boomers, which is more uh, my generation. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're easy to deal with because I understand them. You speak their language. I speak the language. <laughs> but then you you got these young guys. And so we I had to adapt to that, that um, 
to that level of uh, of that the millennials, and and I, and I see some agents out there uh, that are around the same age as I am, and uh, they have felt uh, fell behind hmm. because they didn't uh, get on the uh, on the on on the wagon of uh, the social media wagon, and uh, and they're and and they're feeling the pain right now. Yeah. Wow. So uh, what we're calling the show is the Hamilton Real Estate Show. And if you haven't uh, already uh, heard, if you joined us a little late, uh, my name is Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfe, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty. You can get a hold of him uh, in a variety of ways. Talking about online, you can go online, robgolfe.com. Find him on Twitter, at Rob Golfe. Check him out on Facebook. Just type in Rob Golfe. Do the same on Instagram. Rob Golfe, he's there as well. Call him up at 905 905- 575-7700. Again, that's 905-575-7700. So the Hamilton Real Estate Show, what are we going to be talking about? I want to talk a little bit about how hot this market has been. It's steaming. It is. And you know what? Last year, I thought we peaked. And uh, and and, it, and I'll tell you, it hasn't. It we're, we're, This year, 2016, yep. it's just crushing it like wow. the the market is just increased dramatically from last year uh, sales are up inventory's low uh buyers are coming in by the by the by the bus loads from Toronto mm-hmm. and and the and we still have great value in Hamilton um and I wanted to sh- tell people that you know mul- about multiple offers and you, you there is there is a way of doing it you have to have experience in dealing with it yeah and I'm not here to you know discredit any other real estate agents well maybe a little bit no. <laughs> <laughs> here come so, the darts here comes the darts no but uh, but there is a difference between uh, dealing with uh, the right realtor and mm-hmm. the wrong realtor and oh for sure um, the when you when you're putting a house up for sale um, you want to make sure you're getting the most amount of money and sometimes agents don't realize that uh, the property is uh, valued, you can actually get more than market value right now in Hamilton. Mm. So, for instance, let's say the market value for a property is three hundred thousand. Okay, um, we are getting people more than market value, and so if you're selling a house uh, today, um, it's great time, great time to sell. Mm-hmm. Especially the baby boomers, a lot of them are going into apartments and renting, or you know, seniors' residence. Sure, they are going to leave uh, cash out at a great time in their life. Nice. Um, but there's also good opportunities out there for the buyer. And, um, you know, sometimes uh, there, there are realtors out there that don't know the market as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, you know, not to say we love those people, but those agents, but they, uh, those are the opportunities that we have for the buyers. Right. Uh, but for sellers, um, we want to make sure that we're getting top dollar for them and, um, and, and getting them more than market value. And we've, we've been doing that, uh, like we've got a, a booklet on everything that we sold over market value. And actually, as of today, uh, we're three months, let's say, uh, as of the end of March, mm-hmm. we've actually sold over a million dollars above asking price wow. on a lot of our listings. A million dollars is a lot of money <laughs> that we put back in, uh, more in our clients' pockets. Yeah. So oh, you're pacing it, for four it, million it, in the year. It, That's it, amazing. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, you can actually uh, do very well. And then there's areas in the north end. Um, we were looking at uh, pr- um, home prices. I've gone up forty percent in the last uh, eighteen months. There. Wow. Uh, and these are areas where insurance companies and mortgage companies did not want to. Uh, 
finance homes. So wow. you had to get a B lender to help you f- help you finance those areas. Crazy. Now, are these homes north of Barton? Is that what we're talking north yeah, end? Yeah, okay. the, the, uh, the area is uh, like north of Cannon. Okay. Uh, it's between Wentworth and Ottawa, uh, and, and it goes right to north. Yeah. That area there... Uh, we found that uh, banks would, you know, have a hard hard time to finance and insurance companies yeah, yeah. because there's a lot of high crime rate in those areas. But what's happening now is we're getting a lot of people coming in. They're buying these houses and they're cleaning up the neighborhoods. And uh, and it's it's the, Hamilton. I'm telling you, is still undervalued. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to to buy a home. And it's also a great place to sell a home, and because uh, there's still a, a lot left on the table for the future for uh, future yeah. buyers and sellers. Well, there's no, there's no. I mean, the proof is in the pudding in terms of how popular and how undervalued Hamilton's real estate market is. Because, as you mentioned earlier, there's so many people from Toronto or the GTA saying, "Well, wow, I can get this kind of house in Hamilton for this price." I mean, it's a no-brainer to move. Oh, for sure. Um, there, like for instance, we had one on Kinred that we put up for sale. And we, the, our clients wanted to put it at a lower price, and uh, and we were telling them that we can sometimes, you know, we might be able to get more money for them. We said, no, let's play it safe because we're that was kind of the zone that we have to be careful in. Yeah. So we put this house up for sale for two seventy nine. It was a nice bungalow, raised ranch bungalow, and um, and we put it at two seventy nine nine. And the clients actually were willing to go lower. We said, no, let's play it safe mm. because we just want to make sure that. Um, that we want to get you fair market value. We ended up selling it just last week for three hundred and one thousand. Wow, unbelievable! And 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 that's an area. It's an up and coming area. Like twenty years ago, that area would not increase in value that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Like you could buy a house for one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. there and stay there ten years, and it's only worth one hundred and sixty thousand. Wow. Yeah. So now, uh, and I just did the stats on that, and I did the, um, I did the average price in t- two thousand fourteen. In uh, in that area was one hundred and sixty thousand. Today it's at two hundred and twenty six thousand as of today. Yeah, it's forty percent <laughs> increase. So banks now will now, you know, obviously the the, the crime rate's going to start coming down mm-hmm. because you know there's you know uh, better people moving into the area. Uh, people are fixing up the homes. Yeah. So it's it's actually uh, you know things are changing here. And and when someone I mean I mean there's two kind of uh, you know um, thought processes that go into an individual improving you know their their house. A they want to live there for a very long time, or B they're flipping it. But more often than not, they'll sell it to someone who does want to live there for a very long time. And that really cleans up the neighborhood. Absolutely, we've got guys that um, bought houses there years ago when they were like sixty, seventy, eighty thousand. Yeah. They've turned them into duplexes you know they got kind of run down now they see the change happening in the area so what mm-hmm. they're doing is uh, they're uh, they're letting their tenants go out renovating and cashing in mm. so now what now that what's bringing that is is we have a shortage of rentals in Hamilton that's right yeah and uh, so so that's what's happening so people are you know cashing out mm-hmm. their houses cleaning them up and selling them for a good dollar and uh, so so we have to find more apartments for these uh, people that have been living there for a long time, wow. renting. This is the uh, Hamilton Real Estate Show uh, with Rob Golfie. My name's Rick Samprin. You can find uh, Rob Golfie online, robgolfie.com. Call him up at 905-575-7700. That's 575-7700. On Twitter, at Rob Golfie. That's the same as uh, integ- Instagram as well. You can also uh, click in uh, Rob Golfie on Facebook and check out uh, the wonderful Facebook page as well. Before we take a break, I wanted to get your thoughts on what an average day in the life of Rob Golfie looks like. 
Well, I'm, I'm when you're not doing a radio show, <laughs> right? Right. Okay. Well, I'm an early riser. Okay. Um, I'm usually up sometimes uh, between five thirty and six in the morning. All right. Uh, now the weather is becoming uh, a lot uh, warmer. Yeah, it's nice. So I, I do cycle. So cool. I'll, I'll hop on my. Uh, uh, so the first thing you do is hop on the bike. I, I well, I get out of bed and well, get know, myself ready, <laughs> and then uh, get my uh, cycling uh, shorts and uh, shirt on. And uh, and I'll go cycling, and I'll do about 30, 30 kilometers uh, on my uh, bike, and uh, along usually along Number Eight Highway, and uh, it's nice. The air is clear, mm-hmm. less no cars on the road, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I just uh, so I get that going. And uh, once I'm back, you know, get myself ready, and I come I come to the office, you know, uh, look at my emails, uh, read the paper, mm-hmm. uh, see mm-hmm. what's happening, and and see what other new listings have come up, uh, you know, in the last uh, you know. 24 hours sure and uh and then and i go from there i and uh, i start training with my team uh we discuss any situations that may arise um my whole team members uh you know i'm a phone call away so if they're in the middle of a working on a deal we make mm-hmm. sure that uh that i'm a phone call away that i can help them through the the deal yeah but uh yeah i'm in the office managing and out there selling and uh, working with people, mm-hmm. absolutely. And on a weekend like this, you get your team all over the city as well. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They're all over the city, and uh, and we always bounce stuff off each other. The great thing about having a team is that you've got more than one person to uh, to talk to, right. and, and you all working in, in sync with each other. So. Um, it, it makes a huge difference. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we come back, why Rob Golfie wanted to do a radio show, and we'll get into some of the nitty-gritty on the good, bad, and ugly of real estate here in Hamilton. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty. Get a hold of him online at robgolfie.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. That's 575-7700. On Twitter, at Rob Golfie. On Instagram, at Rob Golfie. And check him out on Facebook as well. So... In our first segment, we talked about you know your history in the market, some of the things that are really moving the needle here in Hamilton in terms of real estate. But why did you want a radio show? What inspired you? What thrust you into a studio on a Saturday morning to say, hey, I want to talk on the radio? You know, there's uh, a lot of problems. Uh, well, I, I don't want to say problems, but I, I want to educate the people. Um, the, gr- the good agents out there know who are... The agents that are inexperienced right. or don't know the knowledge or of of our business. Okay, and uh, it, like I'm not here to you know. I, I just want people to know that there's certain things. Like one 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 thing is some people say, well, if I put my house up for sale and if I get a full price offer, I have to take it. No, that's not the case. Hmm. You don't have to take the offer. If your signature is not on that purchase and sale agreement, mm-hmm. it's not you're you're not sold. Yeah. Um. So that's one um, aspect that people have a uh a think they that if you put your house up for sale, you have to sell yeah. it. So there's misconceptions out there. The, that misconceptions, you, you want to clarify. absolutely. Yeah. And I've had people where we've had full price offers and they change their mind. And wow. you know what? Sometimes things change while their house is on the market. Sure. So um. So that's one misconception. 
another one is uh, managing uh, a listing. Uh, or managing a multiple uh, offer situation. Okay. Um, a lot of um, a lot of a, a lot of realtors, or even private for sales, like uh, they don't know how to manage. Uh, uh, a, pri- a private for sale person would not know how to manage multiple offers. Mm-hmm. And so, do, do you want to get into that? Um, you know, bad and good situations on multiple offers, and, and what happens there? Yeah. Okay. So, for for instance, I, I've got one example here. Um, there was a listing on, uh, I'm not sure if I should say the street. Uh, but maybe I'll say, maybe I'll, give us the area. I'll give you. It's near Ferguson. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hamilton Central. Okay. So um, a house was listed uh, for approximately about $90,000. Okay. Okay. Um, the agent did put down no offers until uh, this certain date. All right. Now, um, it looked like she took a bully offer. Now, a bully offer is when somebody wants to submit an offer before that date. Hmm. But usually an agent that wants to submit a bully offer, it's a pretty aggressive offer, and it's a pretty good offer. And they're saying, here's our offer, and uh, please look at it. And so the seller has a choice to whether to accept that offer right. or reject it or counter that offer before the actual offer date. So mm-hmm. the seller is taking a risk. So do we take this great offer? Or do we wait till that day happens? Yeah, because come that day, you might get offers that are more than the bully offer. That's or there right. could be a bidding or, or, war. Or, that, or it could be less. Yeah, you don't, you or don't it could know. be less. Yeah. And that's where the managing happens. Mm-hmm. So here's a bad scenario. Uh, this place that uh, n- near Ferguson okay. uh, was listed at $90,000. And uh, so they took a bully offer. Now, this bully offer happened to be a bully offer from the agent that had the house for sale. Uh, so I don't think there was uh, a, um, great representation there, right? Because we actually um, we had an offer ourselves for one hundred and twenty thousand, right? But this bully offer um, that this agent had it listed herself sold for sixty three hundred dollars above asking. So she actually sold it for ninety six thousand dollars. Wow! And this so this li- particular listing. Could have received another thirty to forty thousand dollars. That's a like big we, chunk of money. We were as representing the buyer said we don't like our clients. We we're telling them it, it's worth one hundred twenty to one hundred thirty thousand, mm-hmm. and uh, so we were going to go going at one twenty, but we didn't think we were going to get it because we knew it was going to sell more than one twenty. So this particular agent uh, undersold this property for uh, for this client. Big so time, yeah. uh, I feel bad for them. I, you know, I mean, that's th- there's nothing you can do about it. She yeah. hired that person. And uh, and she has to live with that. So be careful, everyone. Hire the right person because th- there is a lot of management there. Um, we've dealt with bully offers. One time we had a bully offer on Grant Avenue. Hmm. We listed it at two ninety nine nine, and we had a bully offer of seventy five thousand above asking. And so we sat. Uh, the first thing is we got to take this because that was a great offer. Yeah. And. Um, and we took it. Our clients were super happy. Didn't even expect to get seventy five thousand more. Right, right. But but it was a risk that we take because on the offer date that uh, we set to have take look at offers, could a bit could we have had something seventy five thousand or more? Mm-hmm. We don't know. You don't know. We don't know. But just recently, another one last week, we listed another property, uh, uh, two ninety nine. It was a semi actually. I, it's unbelievable. That is a hot area. That area, hmm. um, and uh, we did get a bully offer. And so our agent came in also and said, well, listen, you're going to come in with a bully offer. We're going to come in with an offer, too. 
So our our agent came in with a, um, an offer of a hundred and hundred thousand one hundred dollars more than asking. Wow! Very aggressive. Holy cow! Very aggressive. Yeah. The other bully offer I think was about um, fifty five thousand above asking. So we were like forty five thousand. Like blowing them out of the water. We, yeah. we blew them out of the water. Well, our clients really wanted it, and we wanted to make sure they got it. And um, so there was good representation there. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. was great representation there. So that's that's how you manage manage it. There's bad management and there's good management. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of realtors, um, uh, good realtors, know how to manage uh, multiple representation and, and how to handle multiple offers. But uh, but I feel sorry for some some people out there. So be careful. Don't uh, you know? Hiring a professional might be expensive, but hiring an amateur is more expensive. Yeah. Well, there's there's no doubt about that. I mean, leaving thirty grand and and who knows in many other cases maybe more on the table is, is, is insane. Um, regarding bully offers, I'm not familiar with the term. Not being in the real estate game is especially with Hamilton being such a hot market. Is this uh, very popular nowadays? Bully offers, um, it, it, it is popular. Um, I, I don't know how long that's going to last because uh, the Real Estate Council of Ontario, um, they're, they're watching it very closely mm-hmm. because um, we, we're putting a date on the uh, listing to say that we're accepting offers, let's say, a week from now. Right. And, uh, and all of a sudden, somebody comes in and says, here, I've got an offer now, and uh, and it's a bully offer. And the only time... We don't have to inform any other agents that shown that property unless they indicated to us that they are bringing an offer on that date. Right, okay. So, for instance, uh, we have 20 showings on the property. Three of the agents indicated, uh, let's say no agents have indicated that they're bringing an offer. Okay. Okay. So one guy comes in and says, I've got a bully offer. I don't have to really tell the other agents because none of them have informed me that they're bringing an offer mm-hmm. on that date. Right. So that's why it's always good to register an offer right away when you show the property so that if there is a bully offer then we will tell that agent there's a bully offer at least on the table right yep, yeah th- yeah are you willing to come in now we're going to do th- we're doing this presentation earlier right. than later so the bully offer so an agent will come in with a bully offer and uh, they'll come in 10 20 30 40,000 above the asking price and we have to make a decision as a seller do we take this or do we re- reject it and um, and the mistake that you make that if you Take it. Maybe there is more money on the table down mm-hmm. the road, but there's also mistakes where, uh, like this one, they've taken less, and we know as as they could have received more money. The, yeah. the house was underlisted, and they took a bully offer, and the agent there was only looking after themselves, not their seller. Yeah, but but a bully offer is just a, a way of uh, putting somebody on on the spot and saying, hey. Here's our Let's offer. do it now. Right. Let's do it now. Yeah. And, it, and if you don't take it, uh, you may end up getting less down mm-hmm. the road. And, and that's the kind of mind game that uh, this yeah. business is. It's really fascinating. That comes back to your um, you know, competitive spirits from earlier in the show. And, th- and this is, uh, you know, you, you get jazzed with you know, the process of getting the best for your client. Absolutely. Absolutely. We had one situation. It was on East 13th. Um, the house uh, needed some work. The bathrooms were half gutted. Hmm. And uh, we listed the property at uh, 249.9, which was an aggressive price. Okay. The value of the property was um, approximately, uh, you know, 280, 285. That was the value. So that was the market value. Right. We knew that if we priced that at 285 or even 289, it could have sat a bit, and we probably would have got 285, 284. Sure. So we 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 did put the price at 249.9, hoping to get to 285. 
We actually got 320 for it. <laughs> Can you cow. believe that? Wow. So we got above market value. Now, yeah. this house needed work. Now, there was another house in the neighborhood that sold earlier, and it sold for about two, 293 or 291 a lot more updated. Hmm. So we actually sold a house that needed work. Yeah. And uh, and 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 on above the other pro- house that sold that was more updated, that was pretty much finished. So yeah. so th- there is a technique to doing it. <laughs> there is a technique. That's insane. Uh, this is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM nine hundred CHML. Rick Samprin uh, in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty. Call him up now at nine zero five five seven five seventy seven hundred on the we- World Wide Web at robgolfie dot com on Twitter at Rob Golfie on Instagram. Click in Rob Golfie. You can also check out the Rob Bob Golfie Facebook page. Let's get into buying and selling, some of the, the meat and potatoes that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. And obviously in Hamilton, we've seen a lot of bidding wars. How how intense is it? It's very intense. Yeah. Uh, we've had, uh, there's, the biggest one I've seen was 50 offers on a house. Really? Can you imagine <laughs> 50 real estate agents parked outside... <laughs> This little neighborhood wow. where parking's already an issue. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you got all these guys in suits and dresses and ladies and realtors. The neighbors must be thinking, what's going on here? Well, yeah, they, yeah, like exactly. The CIA's in exactly. Town. It's 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 a show. It's you know, got everybody looking out through the windows. Yeah. And, and it, it is a funny. It is funny to see. And um, so you go through every offer, and uh, you know, you, you know, you look at the most important things. You know, uh, closing date. You want to make sure it matches the closing date that right. you're looking for. Um, price is always an issue. So, yeah. so the way I sort it out is uh, we put all the cash offers on one side and all the conditional offers on the other side, and then I I put them in piles. Okay, from highest to lowest, and uh, for the conditional offers and highest to lowest for the cash offers, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we narrow it down from there. And then sometimes you know there may be some changes. If you are a buyer and you are putting an offer on a house, and there's multiple offers. One, you have a better chance of getting that off, getting that deal. One, if your agent's present. Two, if you're nearby, because if there's any changes that have to be made to that offer, mm-hmm. you're so close that it could be done quickly. Right, that makes sense. It, so, um, a lot of offers are emailed now, but I would, as as a representative, um, if you have your agent representing you as a buyer. Um, I would insist on uh, you being there, like having the realtor being there. That is a key factor. Your percentage goes up greater if your realtor's there mm-hmm. and also greater if you're very close by that, if there's any minor little changes that can be done. Yeah. Because if I know, if I'm representing a seller and I see there's a realtor there and I see their buyer is actually on the street there waiting, I will have a tendency of dealing with that realtor because yeah. the buyer's right there. You we can know you close the deal, right? We can close the yeah. deal right there and make the changes right there on the spot. Yeah. So so if you're a buyer and you're looking at uh, at buying a house and there's multiple offers, make sure you and the realtor are there at present because you have a greater chance of getting that, uh, that home, that mm-hmm. dream home that you want. We've been talking about uh, Hamilton's hot uh, real estate uh, market. Why are houses selling for so high over asking? You had, you had that, you know, two or three examples already of, uh, you know, a selling price and, and you guys able to get more. There is more buyers, not enough inventory. Our inventory is low. Uh, there's more buyers. Uh, we're going through, uh, we got an influx of buyers coming from the GTA and, and elsewhere. And um, a lot of a lot of millennials now, they make good money. And uh, they want they want a home. They mm-hmm. want a home, and they're the biggest uh, group of buyers right now. And so we've got the local population that's buying. 
And now we've got this big market that's only 40 minutes down the road yeah. that are coming in, infiltrating Hamilton. So that's what's driving the market up. I mean, I think we're the third fastest growing uh, market in Ontario right now. I think Windsor's Windsor's number one, St. Catharines is number two, and hmm. Hamilton's number three. We were number one for a while, but our prices are starting to creep up yeah. a little bit. So, so we're we're starting to get that second and third spot. That's interesting. We, we got to take a quick break, but I, I do want to ask you about uh, certainly Windsor, Hamilton, St. Catharines. They all kind of share a, a, a specific bond. We'll get into that when we come back. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty. Get a hold of him online, robgolfie.com. Call him at 905-575-7700. Check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page. He's on Instagram and Twitter as well. This is one of, uh, well, numerous shows that are going to happen each and every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. We're glad to uh, have you on board. And uh, we're talking about real estate. This is going to be fun and interactive. We're going to have some experts in future shows that you'll be able to hear from as well. Um, and just before the break, we were talking about Hamilton, Windsor, St. Catharines, one, two, three, in terms of uh, you know hot uh, housing markets, real estate markets. And those cities kind of share a, a bond in terms of you know manufacturing cities, but cities that are kind of evolving with the times too. Absolutely. They... Uh their their price points. Uh, Windsor's gone through a long, uh, not depressed market, but uh, a very tough market. Yeah. And all of a sudden this year, it kicked in in this year. Really? Yeah. Uh, their market is just picked up. Um, we're finding that a lot of people are starting to go there to retire. Now mm-hmm. they're cashing in on their houses in Toronto for eight hundred, nine hundred thousand. Yeah. It's a nice place to go to. It, yeah. it is. It is. And they're buying up in Windsor. I mean, their average price point uh, is uh, two hundred thousand. Wow! So, and last year their average price point was one eighty. So it's climbed a lot in the in the past year. Yeah. So, and chances are it's going to even go even higher. A good friend of mine in in Windsor, he's a realtor there. He was telling me the market is so hot, he can't believe it, and he's been waiting for this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because he hears me talking about how great Hamilton is yeah, and how yeah. hot the market is here, and uh, so he was kind of getting jealous of that. So now he's feeling <laughs> he's reaping the benefits that that uh, that we've been having here in uh, in Hamilton. Yeah, uh, and St. Catharines the same thing. St. Catharines, we're in the uh, you know the, the the Queen Elizabeth corridor. Um, you're probably about an hour and fifteen minutes away from Toronto, and that's still driving commute distance for mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, GTA uh, people uh, commuting back and forth, and especially with uh, the GO train coming, and they're that's making right. it easier for uh, commuters. Um, so we're finding that St. Catharines has really picked up the pace also. No doubt about it. Let's talk about selling privately and, and um, leaving a lot of money on the table in many cases. Yeah, so there's uh, there are private for sale companies out there. I'm not sure if I can say comfrey. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I think that. you just did. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I understand people want to save 
money on commissions. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that, yeah. it, and it, it does cost a lot of money to to sell a house. But there's a lot involved behind the scenes of selling a house. And I know, you know, they see us, you know, we put a sign on the front lawn and, you know, we put on MLS and everything. But the one thing is they don't have the exposure. And a lot of people think they do. Hmm. Uh, Like the Comfries do not have the exposure of the realtors in the area. So, and they're also leaving, like they might save $10,000, $5,000 on commissions, but they're leaving Twenty to fifty thousand yeah. dollars on the table, and that's what they're missing. And uh, and I, you know, we look at some of the deals that they're doing, and they don't even know how to manage a multiple offer situation. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, maybe they do get three, four offers. How do they don't know how to manage it? They might pick the wrong one. There's a lot involved with that, and I, I mean. You know, we always want. We we do find they do come to us eventually if they don't sell. But they even if they do sell, they are leaving money on the table. So people, be careful. I mean, uh, there there is a lot involved in selling a house. So don't shortchange yourselves. You guys can get a lot of money for your house, and don't don't look at the you know at the pennies when you can gain the dollars. Mm -hmm. And that's really where you know that experience factor comes in. I mean, you you have eighteen plus years in this business. You know how to do it. Absolutely, there. You know, the, managing managing a listing is a lot. Managing multiple offers is a lot. So, I mean, we I saw one property on uh, this one was in Smithville, uh, and they had it on uh, private for sale, Comfrey, and they could have gotten multiple offers on this one. They did get one offer. Mm-hmm. The guy that bought it gave them, I think, about three to five thousand dollars more than their asking price. Because he knew, as a buyer, now the buyer is educated. Because not he's not just looking at that house. Yeah, he's looked at many houses that've been up for sale. So when this came up for sale, it was a bargain. And it, now, if it was listed with a realtor, chances are, instead of selling for um, three hundred and five thousand, they probably mm-hmm. could have sold for three hundred and twenty-five thousand. Right. And uh, so, so there goes you know somebody that could have uh, benefited from uh, using a realtor. No doubt about it. Uh, interesting question. What if you get, or what if you know someone out there who's listening gets two or more identical offers? What do you do, and whose offer should you take? That's a scary moment, and <laughs> <laughs> for everyone involved. Everyone involved. Yeah. Um, there's is that just a flip of the coin? It, it, it is. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a situation that actually happened to me. Um, it was on it was on Aspen in uh, Grimsby. We had three offers, okay. all three identical offers, really? all cash offers, wow. identical. And so, I explained this to my uh, seller, and I said, "Here's there's a couple things we can do. We could take one. We know your house is sold, yeah. and and it was above the asking price, or we can send them all three back and have them come back with a better offer." Really? But you take the risk when you send three back. <laughs> yeah. You may not get all three coming yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> So we took the risk. We sent three back, and um, two of them came back, but one of them didn't. One of them, uh, a realtor, got emotional and said, "How can that be? All three offers identical?" I said, "I'm sorry. I know. What are the chances? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you don't expect that." So she acted on her clients. That she says, "No, we're keeping our offer the same." Now okay. this is ten thirty at night, and I said, "Okay." So I sent her uh, a text saying. Okay, my understanding is you're keeping your offer the same, and we're okay with that. Mm. So the other two offers came back, and we ended up accepting one of the other two offers. Okay. And it was a, a higher than that previous price. Sure, sure. So we accepted it, done deal, and then be just close to midnight, I get a phone call from this agent oh, no. that said, we're keeping the offer the same. Right. 
and said, oh, uh, we're coming back with a better offer. And I said, too late. We sold. I got a message from you saying that you were happy You're with right. that offer. Yeah, yeah. So there's where the emotions came in with this agent. Right. She acted on, she, she actually acted on behalf of her client without consulting with her client and saying we're keeping it the same. Mm-hmm. Her clients lost the house. Wow. They actually did not know that she did that. They felt that I did something wrong and, and misrepresented the whole situation. Hmm. So when I had to explain myself, I showed the the message that I received. Right. Everything was sorted out. Wow. And um, so that that's how thing, emotions can get. And mm-hmm. But you do take a risk when you send offers back because wow. they may say, forget it, we're not interested yeah. anymore. What are the odds? Uh, one more break. When we come back, I'm going to tap a little bit more into that uh, emotional feeling when you're buying and selling a home uh, in Hamilton. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. One final go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with REMAX Escarpment Realty. You've heard his commercials uh, for, well, many months now here on AM 900 CHML uh, with Bill Kelly voicing those spots. RobGolfie.com is the website. Call Rob at 905-575-7700. Uh, go online and check out his Facebook page on Twitter as well, at Rob Golfie, and check out the Rob Golfie Instagram page as well. The emotion of buying and selling a house, do you almost have to play a psychologist at times with people because they're emotional? Because they've lived in a home maybe for years? And Oh, absolutely. The, the, biggest, uh, the biggest line I hear is when we uh, go to uh, a residence and the seller says, uh, Rob, this house is not like all the other houses on the street. <laughs> it's, the, it's the common line I hear. I wish I had a nickel for every time I heard that line. But uh, but it, and 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 usually it comes to my. Uh, I have to put a little bit of a smile on my face, and I go, you know, they'll say the house down the street. You know, my house has laminate, but people don't want hardwood. You know what I mean? People want laminate because right. uh, it doesn't scratch. <laughs> and it, you know, it's like it's funny though how people uh, react to what they, their house has. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it is emotional. Um, it is one of the top uh, emotional things, getting married, uh, a death in the family, uh, moving. Mm-hmm, it, it is mm-hmm. emotional. Um, and you have to be delicate with that, especially, sure. with, especially with seniors. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, I've got my seniors uh, des- uh, designation. And, and not only, uh, sometimes some seniors, they do have their family helping them. But a lot of them, you know, they're still, you know, coherent and, you know, they're still yeah. strong and, they're, and, they're have their, and they have their mind and everything. And you have to be delicate because they've been there for fifty years, yeah. and this is you know something they felt that maybe their kids would want to move into right. after. Yeah, but but, uh, but the younger generation, you know, they got their own lives going and everything. So, but it, it is an emotional thing, and you have to be sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Wow. Yeah, it can be a very grueling time uh, for uh, especially people who've been living in their house for a long, long time. Um, one last statement. I wish I knew that before. How many times have you heard that? Yes. Um, you know what? I wish I knew, I don't know, like I, I did a home inspection mm-hmm. um, uh, or asked that question. Uh, there is so much. Uh, and that's why hire experienced people. Yeah. I'm telling you, 
You know, I've dealt with uh, realtors on the other end of the table. Um, they didn't even know how to. Uh, w- they didn't even know where to sign their signature <laughs> as a witness. I Yikes. mean, they have, they've kind of whispered to me, Rob, where do I sign? Oh no! Remember, the average realtor sells only four homes a year. Make sure you're not hiring that realtor. Um, hire somebody that has experience. Believe me, it will put. It'll save you money. You ever, and we've all done this. You ever hired the hired the cheaper guy, mm-hmm. and then you end up hiring the guy that was more more expensive, but the right guy, yeah, and he yeah. had to clean up the the cheaper guy's mess. Yeah, and it's not well, a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. Look at Mike Holmes on uh, HGTV. I mean, he's cleaning up botched jobs <laughs> that that the homeowner. You know, hired because they were cheaper than everybody else. Yeah. So be careful. Hire the right guy, and you will do well on your sale, and you will do well on your purchase. Yeah, and I'm sure you've heard. Uh, you know, I wish I knew that before. Not just from first time home buyers. No, right? like you've heard it from the lot. I heard it yeah. from sellers. You know, um, there, there, there's, there's a lot of things in, the, in an offer. I mean, I mean, especially when uh, you're selling privately. Um, I was talking to. Um, a judge at the uh, the Hamilton court system, he says, ever since uh, private for sale has come into effect, their courts are flooded really? with uh, court cases of of uh, purchase and sale agreements between two private owners. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? The buyer and the seller, you know? So be careful. You don't want to be in court and suing for $25,000 because... One, you didn't uh, know something on a contract uh, that you should have had on there as a buyer or a seller. So be careful. Hire somebody professional that knows what they're talking about. It'll save you thousands of dollars, guaranteed. No doubt about it. Hey, Rob, we're plum out of time. Thanks again for coming in this morning. It's going to be every Saturday at 9 a.m. We're going to have a lot of fun here on the Hamilton uh, Real Estate Show. Thank you, and everybody, thank you for listening. I really appreciate that. All right, again, robgolfie.com, 905-575-7700. Check him out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thank you for listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 a.m. right here on AM 900 CHML.